up, everyone? Welcome to yet another episode of Jump the Sharp. It's your favorite sports betting podcast. Ooh, Nelly, we had some fun last week with the NFL Draft Prop Special. We're going to have more fun this week. Getting back to the norm a little bit. Your host, Brian Hagan here, along with co-host David Woody. What's up, brother? Hey, hey, hey. Glad to be back. The Woodman Hollywood hit with you for another week. And as always, let's start out with a little bit of a booze hound sesh. What do you got, David? What are you drinking tonight? I got a new one. Um, New, not just to the show, but new to me. I've never had this brewery or this this particular beer the brewery is uh is called triple bottom brewing mm. and they're right here I like in my Fo- bottoms in threes <laughs> i want they're, six cheeks brewing that's what i'm gonna name my new brewery <laughs> they're right here in philly on spring garden street um right where i live and uh they're um this is a hazy ipa called uh they're, they're calling this beer training montage which mm. is kind of a funny you know the training montages from the rocky movies i guess um, so it's pretty cool. Um, it's absolutely next. They're going to make a beer that tastes like the L. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, it is. It is such a, a beautiful hazy uh, IPA. I don't know if you can see the color there, Bry. This thing is is just it's dynamite, dude. It's a this is a fantastic thing. beer. When so you see a brew recommend. that looks like that, you know you're in good shape. Yeah. I have a brew similar color. Uh, it's a beautiful collaboration between Evergreen Brewery. And New Trail, who knocks it out of the park all the time. Slap oh, Packer, yeah. hazy double IPA. If you want to see a picture of this bad boy, go ahead and jump on Twitter at Jump the Sharp. I went ahead and sent a little pick pre-show here as we were getting pumped up. Um, and we are pumped up. And we're, we're pumped up because for a couple reasons. One, we're going to get back into the nature of things that we're used to. We're going to make our picks. We're going to get at them. Going to bring you a little value menu later. Update some of our, or at least find some new value picks future-wise that we think that not only in the uh, on, on the baseball field, David Woody will step in with some of his expertise. I'm going to go ahead and keep the pigskin active and tell Ooh. you about some rookie of the year futures you might want to keep your eye on that could make that European carry-all fill up. You know what I mean? Is... Um... Is Tebow eligible? Oh for that Jesus award? Christ! If he's been out of the league for a decade, could he oh, get? Oh my God! I mean, would he be? And I guess technically, his name, I'm, his I'm actual body, you know, was already in the NFL for a year or two or three, trying to act like a quarterback. So I guess if he comes in a different position, he's SOL. But fuck if 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 he's he on any a, kind of, he could win comeback player of the year or MV motherfucking P. That would be amazing if the tight end put a uh, dollar just for the hell of it. That's the first ever tight end to win MVP. It's Tim Tebow. Yeah, that that would make sense in the long run of things. God bless America. All right, NFL draft thoughts. Let's do a little fallout here, real oh, quick. Oh yeah. Uh, first of all, if anybody caught our amazing two-hour first annual NFL draft prop special last week, uh, we appreciate you guys for listening in on that. We hope we made you some dough. We know we made some, especially. Uh, with a particular pick or two. But I wanted to give a quick uh, reshout and thanks to our boys, Luke, from the All About Reality podcast. I mean, just fucking absolutely awesome analysis. Um, really, really appreciate him jumping on board. And our boy, Russ, a.k.a. Muscles Marinara, uh, for bringing his 
expertise to the table. It was a great show. A couple of very, very smart guys and so articulate and, and passionate about the draft. It was just, uh, they were the perfect, I thought the perfect guests for that particular episode. Big time. Had a blast. And, and can't wait to have those guys on again. And uh, as the NFL season looms closer, we will look to do so. Uh, also, more collaborations in the future and possibly uh, guests, a.k.a. listeners coming. We'll see what goes on with that. Yes. Um, at Jump the Sharp, once again, folks on Twitter, let us know what you think. And, of course, sub and rate where you listen to the show. Five-star it if you like it. If you hate it, just give it like a 4.8. All good. We'll appreciate that. A little prop review. Trey Lance, plus 400, third pick overall. Cash that shit. If you listen to our show, Russell and I were all about it, and it was just like, it was a combo of things. This, we're not going to do a whole prop review. I'm just doing this one, really, because this is the one that we spent a lot of time on, and I know I know the Marinara and I were like, yo, come on. Listen, folks, if you look at the style of offense, why in the fucking hell would the 49ers select Mac Jones, who was like Jimmy Garoppolo's, like, I don't know, stupid step brother. Help me out here, Dave. Jesus like Jimmy Garoppolo's off uncle. Today, Junior. The off uncle. So, I mean, why would they select Mac Jones when they already have a better Mac Jones? No, you got to go Trey Lance. You go with the talent. You're in a division of Russell Wilson. You got to pick people that you think is going to really take you to the to the to the promised land. I mean, it, it just makes sense in the scheme of things. He was plus four hundred when we were when we were live or at least recording last week. Uh, Mac Jones, I got so so that obviously cash. Mac Jones over three and a half was plus two thirty. I mean, yeah, it's crazy hearing it in retrospect. I get it. I'm not doing two two because the the Jamar Chase pick cost me personally uh yeah. and and i i had panay sewell going five uh we'll talk about that in a minute but you just needed to really just think about scheme you gotta sometimes football is a, a, a funny thing just fucking pay attention with your eyes don't get your brain too involved when it comes to football just yeah. look at what teams need and what makes sense and trey lance i know it's in retrospect but how the fuck does he not make way more sense than mac jones and Jones wound up going to the Patriots, right? And that's what, correct. What pick was that? Fifth time. Yeah, I mean that's so wild, isn't it? Funny in retrospect, like boy, people were like, "Oh, I guess Mac Jones will probably go third. He goes fifteenth. Fifteenth, yeah. So over over fourteen and a half. I don't know what that would have paid, but yeah, or just like over, or like over ten or something like that. Like it would have paid crazy. Sure. I'm sure. Goodell comes out and starts fumbling. Like the uh, first thing he needs to say is what year it is. And he could barely get that right. Did he hear him? He was like the 2021. Mariano. <laughs> Dude, a mess. I mean, get it right. It's a year. That's all you had to do. Yo, you make, let's, you, let's talk about our. You made $74 million last year. You can't just get a couple things right. Dude, I love one. every time we bring up Goodell's name, you go right to his salary. You're so pissed off. I mean, I've you know, there's people who who are worth that kind of money. You know, like the the job that they do, it, it brings in so much incredible revenue, and they're basically getting paid. You know, they could get paid that much, and it would be a fraction of what they they were they brought in. Right. He, he is not one of those people. No. I mean, uh, you could put you or I would be much much better at his job than he is. Wow, I'll take that as a compliment, I guess. 
It is a I can I can say Mariota. Mariota. Already. There you go. Already give better this, on that. Give this man a check. I mean, it's not like it's Mr. Irrelevant. This motherfucker was a second pick. Yeah. Mariota. He calls him Mariotto. Like, Jesus Christ. How many months did you have that got that right? Anyway. He's also just like the most hate. He's like one of the most hated men in sports. Like Dude, I, Gary I, I Bettman literally... gets it worse than him. Even Gary Bettman in the NHL. I mean, man, I was at the draft when it was in Philly. I mean, the dude just gets, and rightfully so. Again, I mean, he he set back the NHL ten years. Yeah, he sucks. I mean, it's not to be like we're just going to hate people in power that make a lot of money. No, it's not necessarily that. Do, do no, we, we fucking... don't hate um, Adam Silver? No, absolutely not. No, nor did I hate Daniel Stern. That's right. Um, God rest his soul. Philadelphia Eagles went ahead and did something funky, dude. Okay, let's talk about the French toast. Trading with the devil. Or at least uh, maybe not the devil. Let me let me just make this uh, not the devil. A traded traded with an organization who hasn't won a Super Bowl since we have. Oh, I just wanted to say that. I got it all my life. Anytime you've seen a Cowboys fan, be, oh, you're an Eagles fan? When's the last Super Bowl? When's the last Super Bowl? And, and uh, dude, I called it like literally four minutes after wiping the tears off my eyes uh, after we won the Super Bowl. It's like, you know what? Here's a, new, here's a new Dallas fan thing. Oh, well, how many Super Bowls? How many Super Bowls? And lo and behold. That is what they do. That's what fucking right it is. Yeah. So Love you, well, women can't parlay. Love you. We do love you. Um, what what do you what do you think, man? Like, uh, do you think it was just? And, and and sorry, we should clarify for people who didn't pay attention. The Eagles traded up with the Dallas Cowboys to to get to number was that eleven or ten? Ten. So and, we were at twelve. Right. So Dallas two at 10, spots. Mm-hmm. Giants at eleven. So we so, were worried, I suppose, that the Giants were going to take this player. Oh, he was off one million percent. He does not make it to twelve, my man. So. Um, it's funny too, because sp- speaking of women can't parlay, uh, she sent out a. Uh, I-, I believe Jess runs their their social media. She sent out a a tweet about the, and I heard them talking about this on their last show as well about the tenth pick. Yeah, will Devonte Smith be taken? You know, ten or under, or under ten and a half. And and I was like, I can see Jerry Jones not helping himself. I know you got wide receiver depth, but he's just a, just a style of guy who just can't help himself. And she was I like, you I was saying that. She was like, I think you might be on to something there, but I would like to think not. But nevertheless, it ended up being some kind of weird – I would have never thought. Once once nine was picked, once Denver took Sertan, who was uh, – going into the draft was my number one target as an Eagles fan. Um, when he yeah. came off the board, I was like, well, we're fucked. Like, there's no way we can get – Waddle was already gone. Yep. Uh, even like – I know – Sean Slater, whatever, but we don't want to, an offensive lineman would have looked that would have been settling there, and I didn't want to. I would have traded back if 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 this didn't happen. So naturally, Dallas, then the Giants, then us. Okay, well we're fucked. We're at twelve. There's not going to be no one trades in the division, especially with Dallas or even New York or the Giants. Like so, I was like, it's 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 over. And when, when our logo popped on a screen, I looked right at Marinara because he was over for for the draft, and I said. Holy shit! Hell just froze over, and uh, then then we uh, we were just discussing what could the trade be for, and we had the two thirds. We just got the one third, and we gave him our extra and our late and, and and later in the third too. And what the dude to jump two to get the Heisman Trophy winner, the first wide receiver to win the Heisman Trophy since Desmond Howard. Roll tie, baby, Devontae Smith. And you really believe in him, right? Um, it's fun. Like I'm a Bama fan, right? So I've been watching him a lot. Uh. 
his size is a big issue, but it's not necessarily an issue where it is a, okay, he's not going to be successful at all. Because it's it's a pube hair away from being Deshaun Jackson's height and this, that, and the other. So it's not, the, the, the type of player these days is different. The thing that I absolutely love about the guy, and I loved him watching him this year, but when when the season ended and the college season ended, I was like, Jalen Waddle is the real talent here. And I, I started doing some uh, film film work, and I still really like Waddle. Uh, as far as I, I kind of like Waddle almost over Jamar Chase, to be mm. honest with you, yeah. um, gun the head kind of thing. But when it comes to route running and and hands, and those are the two biggest things the Eagles need: mm. route runners and best hands. And they both are Devontae Smith, and also durability. Believe it or not, you, you hear about his height, you hear about his weight. This dude don't get hurt, and uh, I hope we don't go ahead and revisit this in in six months. But nevertheless, yeah. He's durable as all hell, and I really think that the, my biggest just my biggest uh, negative on Waddle was the fact that he doesn't body catch well. He can't go up and bring a ball to his body. He'll make he'll catch with his hands, but if there's something that he needs to use his body to catch the ball, it's either going to be incomplete, or battered away, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and in our kind of offense, we need somebody with the uh, the for sure route running skills and the hands. And this cat's got it, baby. Um. Yeah, I mean, certainly the Eagles receiving core for a while has been, you know, one of the biggest problems has been that nobody can get open because they don't, they're not good route runners. And, uh, well, a lot of them just aren't good, you know, period. <laughs> but they're really not good route runners. So that, that, that's intriguing for sure. And then I guess Jalen Rager, I mean, he barely played, uh, his yeah, I mean, year. there's some upside I mean, to be looking forward to. Do we to. still think he's like absolutely horrible, or do we? No, think he, he no. Have... I, I think if any Eagles fan tells you that Jalen Rager is going to be absolutely horrible, then they're just a fucking natural asshole, which but I lot, am too. But a lot of a lot of people who are not Eagles fans have said, or I remember people saying after the draft last year, like, "Well, he's he's a really good athlete and everything, but he's kind of like um." Like he's like a Curtis Samuel type, like a gadget player. Sure, one hundred percent, and that's what they were. They, once again, Howie trying to be too cute. But that's they're what trying they to beat the system. Yeah, no, you need you didn't like need a, to beat the system. If you just took what came to you last year, fucking the best rookie wide receiver season in NFL history would be on our team, and Justin Jefferson and a just who is superb, so good prodigy safety out of South Carolina, Jeremy Chin, who was like a rookie who made the Pro Bowl. Like could have had them both. That's all I wanted last year. I said last year I want Justin Jefferson in the first and Jeremy Chin in the second. And he passed. I said that pre-draft, and they were both there. Both there. Passed on him, dude. I remember. I remember we were because everybody was on Zoom with last year, and we had some family and everything. And I told the story on air before, I believe. But when when CD Lamb fell to, I believe we were picking twenty second, and Dallas was nineteen, something like that. When CD Lamb got that far, and it's funny in retrospect to tell this story. I remember being like, well, now that Dallas is on the clock, they're going to take him. And my wife was like, no, but they don't really need wide out help, you know, because they got Gallup and you know uh, know how good she is at fantasy football and all. And she just came off of a year with Gallup on her team who had a great year. Cooper, the whole nine. She was like, they don't need wide receivers. I was like, I'm telling you, they're taking them. And I said, is there any way we could trade up? And then I just dismissed it immediately. No, we're not trading with Dallas. That'll never happen. And they took CeeDee Lamb. And I had like a panic attack, like a legit panic attack. I was so upset. And 
then I was like, well, we'll just settle for Jefferson then. It's the only actual option. There was nobody else that would be acceptable because the other guy was Brandon Ayuk. That was the other guy that it was either going to be Rager, Ayuk, or Jefferson. Jefferson was the only option. He scored three touchdowns in a national championship game. Just pick him. No. They had to get cute and try and take the uh, you know, the multi-dimensional. He's he's good at everything, but not great at shit. I wonder how if this season would have been gone any differently or not. I mean the, the, the lack of open receivers early on for Wentz was was a huge issue. And it, it kind of snowballed and then it got he obviously got in his own head about it as well as the season went on. And of course the line got worse and worse. But like I wonder if those first few weeks when no one was open, if you had had Justin Jefferson running routes oh my God. and getting open, I wonder if it would have maybe changed the way the season went, you know, or had a safety that knew how to track a ball. Like, look, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about Hertz this year. I know you're not a biggest Hertz fan in the world. Not I'm not over the moon about him, but I'm excited to see what he can do. Um, we'll start with the Eagles rundown here. Sorry to get on a, a total uh, local bias here, but nevertheless, just had to blow up some steam about that. All good. Let's um, make some money. Else? Okay, yeah. Anything else you want to touch on from the draft, or should we? Should we? I mean, it, it all is what it is. I mean, if 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 Jamar Chase is okay, I'll do something real quick. If the Bengals do exactly what the hell they should have done, I would have made a lot of money in the draft. I ended up I ended up making money, but not nearly as much as I would have liked. If if Jamar Chase isn't picked fifth, I had him over five and a half for for a good chunk of change. I had Panay Sewell at five exactly for a good chunk of change. Those two would have really helped. Um, the Rashad Bateman pick, I had him under 27 and a half. Where'd he go? 27 to Baltimore. Hence why it was 27 and a half. But that ended up saving my ass to get me on the plus side. Uh, but Bengals, what are you doing? Like, I'm not saying you got a great wide receiver core. Not necessarily. You don't. You need to protect your future. The dude has a scar down the whole front. Mm-hmm. front calf i don't even know what the hell you call it under the knee on the front it's not the calf but i don't know front femur tibia whatever the fuck i don't know you know hip bones connected to i don't give a shit but nevertheless protect your goddamn quarterback and you didn't jamar chase talented as hell but if he doesn't have time it doesn't matter who the fuck's running the routes that's my take I and mean, do you have any other uh, last sayings on the draft or any kind of thoughts no i mean i think um i think you guys covered uh you know the we you we one one really good thing about doing such an in-depth show the way we did was it wasn't just talking about the props is that you guys got into the kind of nitty-gritty of the needs of each team and where the football the actual NFL teams are you know heading into next year um you know based on what we knew pre-draft and then now you know you could do it I guess you could do it all over again but but it yeah. was I thought it was really for like an NFL fan who doesn't necessarily know a lot of college players. I still was really interested just listening to you guys kind of talk about where you see the needs on these teams. And I guess I would just say, like, you know, let's see how the rest of the the offseason shakes up. But I mean, when is the is there is the trade deadline already passed or or like how does that work in the NFL? Trade deadline for the NFL? Yeah. Well, no, you can't you can't make any moves like that right now. You they can't. No, though they officially open the season, I believe, sometime in uh, I'm going to say June. Um, and then what's the, the schedule deadline? comes out like next in, week in the middle of the regular season, sometime I guess. Yeah, deadlines. I, I, they I think they inched it back. The deadline okay. used to be crazy. It used to be like week six. That's I what think I thought. Like, yeah, I think now it's like week eight, something okay. like that. 
Um, you all know, right. I'm sure someone out there under would would have all this info no, if no, you want to shoot not, us up. But no, no, but shoot us up. <laughs> but I'm I'm not trying to nitpick. I'm just saying, like generally speaking, what you're saying is is that no, no more moves can be made for right now. They will be. Yeah. But let's be honest. Like if you followed the NFL uh, the NFL for a while, you know, like that first day of free agency and the the trading that happens but you know between the end when the super bowl ends and when the the nfl draft is draft day and then the draft itself that's most of your movement right that's pretty much it you know pretty there'll much be it. there'll be a few other little things but that's pretty there much it is. so Look, i'm showing you my camera there's that uh, little bitch i've been yeah. trying to get this moth flying around for 30 minutes Screw it, his- we're going live He's got I the just, carcass here. Damn, not only that, but it won't will not come off my fingers. Anyway, all right, that's so. a, that's a whole different story. <laughs> oh, good for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, well, let's start making some money. I mean, it's going to be a short show today, huh? Fucking hey, sorry about that, guys. We just wanted to go with our. I can't stop. I can't stop talking out of all draft. I'll do it forever. All right. As a matter of fact, when we when we stop the show, I'm going to put another fucking IPA down the hatch, and I'm give me a random year. Dave Woody, a random year in the past that is not like not revolutionary times, like within the last 30 years. 2009. 2009 NFL draft. I'm going to type that on YouTube and I'm going to get my my friggin' uh, happy napper and I'm going to watch <laughs> that shit. All right. As always, starting, well, leading off, I should say, playing center field, the Woodman, David Woody. What's your favorite pick of the week? I'm starting with a fun one, guys. Um, you know, the, the the Red Sox have not uh, been lighting the world on fire exactly. You know, they, they, they're they in first place, don't get me wrong, and they're good. They're, they're 19 and 13. That's pretty good. They've got a nice uh, plus 26 run differential. They're, they've been playing very well. They're a good team. It's mostly been their offense, you know. And... Um, uh, but they do have one guy who pitches for them who's pretty good, and he's going tomorrow night, Friday night. Uh, mm-hmm. Was that Friday? The uh, is that the eighth? It'll be the eighth or seventh. Seventh. That's when the show is coming at you. So once so, again, folks, you know all three I, of my picks are for Friday, May seventh. All right. So you get um, this shit and listen. Yeah, they're night. They're night games, but still. Oh, I just nailed that mic. I'm You're not right. doing post production on that. Everyone can deal with it. Sorry just about your ears. That's okay. Here, let me let me do something that'll ease it real quick. There we go. There we go. They do have one guy who's been pitching well. His name's Eduardo Rodriguez. He's 4-0. He looks really good. Um, he's uh, kind of t- like taking a little bit of a step forward this year that has been kind of long awaited. He's one of these guys who's been around forever. Uh, if really? You, if, you, well, if you follow baseball, like if you watch pros, like they've been, they talked about him as a prospect for years in Boston mm, before he yeah, finally came up. Yeah. And then he was like, he was, he would like have flashes of being good, but he wouldn't be like real consistent, you know? Right. And uh, anyway, he's been pretty darn good this year. Looks really good. And uh, I think he's ready to take that step forward. He's four, he's going to go f- to five and zero oh tomorrow night. And then mm. you've mm. got Matt, Matt Harvey on the other side. Not very good. Um, they're in Baltimore. Boston's in Baltimore. It is a road game, but you know, they played today up in Boston. Uh, it was a day game. It's just, they've already done the travel. It's not a big deal. Um, it's our travel. Be Matt Harvey. Yeah, it is. Wow. Um, yeah, he's still trying to make it. He's he's been okay. He's been okay this year. I don't want to. I don't want to overplay how bad he's been. He's not been awful. Right. Um. He's been. He okay. had a cup of coffee with the Reds. Yeah. 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 Um. He never. This is not a bad number. I'm seeing it? it now as you're talking. Yeah. It's only minus one sixty two. I like the number. 
I really I like the I like the number. I like the uh, I, I I like. So, uh, here's the other thing I'll give you, and then I'll stop because I've been going on way too long no, about no, one no, game. No. Dude, I just went like 20 minutes on the draft. The please. Red Sox on the road this year so far. Oh, you're gonna get not, me run line happy here. They're nine and four. <gasps> the Orioles at home are four and ten. Mm, so you know, French. I feel really good about this game. I, I I'm on the uh, as usual. I I think. For the rest of the year, unless unless I really feel something strongly, I'm mm-hmm. probably just going to do mostly money lines. I'm doing money line here, minus 162. I think that's really good. It's a great Absolutely. number. Uh, I like to parlay these, but you don't have to, or you could do like tease, you know, do different stuff. But like uh, I would throw this into the mix. Uh, it's my number one easily. I'm very happy with this one. Well, look, we got caught with one a couple weeks ago. Uh, this is I'm just ha- really like a pig and shit right now getting – getting the fecal matter all over me and very being very happy about it because we're getting back into the picks where yeah. I feel comfortable. And I just love learning from you, especially a lot about the baseball side of things and your approach. And I always like to throw in the greedy son of a bitch side. <laughs> so minus 162, I'm actually shocked. It's at that. It's not bad. It's, sure. It's juice. If you're looking like even bet, it's ain't even bet. You got a better team against a, a not, not good team. So yeah, minus 162 is actually it, it, mainly because it's probably on the road, but he just told you, like, honestly, if this game's in Fenway, this is minus 200 plus, right? Oh, yeah. But since it's on the road, they'll take that juice down. He just gave you the fact that Boston's actually super on the road where Baltimore is shit in the bed at home. Terrible so, home so far. It's a beautiful thing. But let me go ahead and get the, the put my greed hat on here. Minus one and a half run line. So they win by two. Plus money, plus yeah. one hundred five. Like that's pretty tempting. That's where I'm at on that. Um, I'm not. It's not. I'm not making it a pick, but I'm just. You know what? No. You know. Okay. I'm just. I'm just gonna roll with you. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I so might that's your throw, first. Yeah, I might throw a little through that, that too. But yeah, my official pick is official the pick, uh, yep. is the minus one sixty two. I made a bad. I kind of talked him into a couple weeks ago, <laughs> and you know, look, caveat emptor here, buyer beware. Sure. Minus one and a half. I talked him into taking one and yeah. making it his pick a few weeks ago, and the motherfuckers won by one. And, yeah, I think it was you know, the Dodgers. Yeah, so sorry annoying. about that. That's but, okay, uh, man. That's my. I shouldn't have think. I shouldn't listen to you. That's all right. Well, yeah. No, well, hmm. I'll tell you what. If people would just listen to us all the time, they'd I be mean, up. Let me go ahead and take it to the hardwood. I'm going to tell you a lot. Uh, a lot of things here about emotions and and the non-statistical side of things not a shock for those that have been listening to the show especially since the outset even with the nfl but almost everything i say for all three of my picks will not be statistically based Hmm. um and that's why i feel so good about them it just seems right celtics to be determined line versus the bulls okay uh this this is a friday night game uh the bulls actually i don't know if the bulls if I, let me just look at mba scores tonight real quick before i get on my uh my yeah the bulls beat the absolute dog shit all, uh, out of the hornets tonight 120 to 99 which makes me love this even more the bulls before this have lost nine out of 13 so call it you know nine out of 14 now right yeah, but nevertheless, they suck. Okay, they're awful right now. They made some. They made two moves at the trade deadline to try and make this push. 
for the playoffs, right? This, this, they, they were right around the Mendoza line, if you will. They were right around the eighth seed, right when they made it at the at the at the uh, trade deadline. They made these trades and they fell off the face of the earth. They went from being a fringe contender to a lottery team in no time. Mm. They have nothing to play for. The Celtics do. They have plenty to play for, okay? They beat the tits off the Magic on Wednesday night, 132-96. Dave Woody, if this isn't a Hollywood take, I don't know what is. Okay. Boston beat the Magic last night as we're recording this, but as people are listening, Wednesday night, 132-96. That is the only game they have played this week, okay? The last game they played was Sunday. So technically Sunday starts the week. Let me change that. This work week, okay? And these motherfuckers are trying to work to make the playoffs. They are not guaranteed a playoff spot. They're uh, only like a game and a half in the playoffs right now. They have two games coming up in a row against the Miami Heat, which is a good team. They need to beat the pants off the bad teams to solidify their spot. They're fresh as hell. They're going to go four out of five days without playing a a, a game. The one game they do play in that stretch, they beat a team by 36 points. Give me the Celtics home against the Bulls Friday night. This line's going to be in double digits. Don't get scared. Take the Boston Celtics. Wow. Word. Bring in the heat. Yeah, I'm pumped up tonight. I got to, I got to, like, honestly, the newborn's been like, it's been, it's been rough. She's been the worst out of the three as far as, as far as like the sleeping out of the gate. Look, she's only three. What what, what are we at here? Three, three weeks old tomorrow. Wow. But it's like, this has been the roughest go yet out of all of them, but we've been there. You know, we're veterans now, but the, uh, you are veterans. The, the fact that like, I I guess part of me was like, I don't know how much I got. And then we hit record. And you put a couple hazies down the hatch. Let me get a little crown on top of that, the icing on the cake. Look and I'm off and running. Yeah, Call me him. Medina Spiriter. I don't even know. I didn't even watch the, the, the fucking horse race, the derby. But was that what Medina something? I don't know. You're called, my man. I have, a f- I have a really fun like alternate one that I'm going to look up right now that I just realized. I, uh, I co- oh, good <laughs> for you. I could have made this my pick. I really could have. But, Fuck's sake, man, you're amateur. Uh, that shit, I get, okay, I can't look it up yet because... That Damn, I should have saved that drop for right now. That's okay. hasn't posted yet. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to throw it to you. Let me, let me say what my pick is first, and then I'm going to throw okay. you guys a little, little idea that I want you to watch out for tomorrow. If you have time, if you're around, you can get to your app or your website um, anytime tomorrow before 7 o'clock uh, Eastern time. So the Yankees are um, pretty good. They're 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 um, a team that's kind of having a weird year where, um, you know, they're scoring a lot. Um, they're winning um, kind of in blowout fashion a, a decent amount of time, and then they're losing by smaller amounts other times. So so even though they're only about five hundred, they're sixteen and fifteen. Their um, run differential is really good. It's plus eighteen, which is at this time of the year is actually a really that's solid. Excellent. Yeah, it's good. But again, that's but that's really because they're just running up the score against when they get a chance against crummy fly ball pitchers, basically. No such thing in baseball, man. You gotta you gotta run it up if you can. For I sure, think. for sure. I just mean like that's what's accounting for the statistics. Mm-hmm. And so uh tomorrow they are home, which is, you know, everybody knows what their ballpark is like at home. <laughs> 
They oh, do we have an over under call? No, I, oh. I, I, I really. I know thought, you never do. Yeah, okay, you did. I really okay. thought about it, but I, but they're the Yankees are starting Jameson Tyon, mm. and he's such a cool guy. He's he's come. He's a, a cancer survivor, and he's a really. He seems like a super cool dude I, I just can't bet against him i can't hope he gives up a lot of runs also he's coming off like sure. a really really good outing i think he's i think he's actually gonna pitch pretty well and that's all he's got crazy i remember he used to wasn't he a very highly touted product he's yeah, got with, like really crazy potential mm-hmm. yeah with the pirates right he does right. Yep, yep, and, yep. He, and he's coming off a super super start like excellent like you know one of those nine strikeouts no runs you know mm-hmm. over whatever it was six seven innings really he's looking pretty good and um sharper as the season as he gets in into the season here and of course the uh, nats don't have much of an offense so I, I don't want to take the over because i think that that's probably won't put up very many rounds against him i would be comfortable with the the run line actually but that's not my pick my pick is the is the money line it's minus 194 just hang on because i got a fun one for the last one but anyway i got a minus 194 okay yankees money line let me tell you something about patrick corbin the Nats starter please he has an 810 era <laughs> and has pitched so badly that despite the fact that he has a, I forget what his contract is. He's on a currently like a $160 million contract or something. Gee, oh, that was just, They are the considering fuck? like either demoting him to the minors or like taking him out of the rotation for a while, making him like a, a long reliever, that kind of thing. He is, something's wrong with Patrick Corbin. And is it like a Chuck, Chuck Knobloch, like mental thing? No, it's not all walks. He's just getting crushed. I think he must be tipping his pitches. And mm. then and then he is walking some guys, but it's not that. Like there's nothing wrong with him mentally, I don't think. I think he's tipping his pitches and maybe he's hurt and his pitches are really, really straight. I'm not I'm not sure about that second thing. That's like me speculating. You don't know what the hell you're doing. <laughs> he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. No, he, he doesn't. And he's awful. And so his ERA is going to go back up to like nine tomorrow because <laughs> the, the other thing that's going on is that Stanton is on fire. I don't know how much anybody has watched any highlights, Jesus. but if you go, um, he leads the league uh, as he did a few years back in hard hit rate, in line drives. I mean, he's just absolutely smoking the ball. He's, um, I can't remember a player other than him and Barry Bonds who first of all it was in terms of just the loudest i mean oh yeah like off the bat it's deafening every time he, he grounds out and you're like that's um, crazy. he's just ridiculous he's got a 600 slug right now hey he's note to self the- by the way and yeah. for everybody the F- fandle has been doing the the promotion as uh, i think we talked about i don't think we talked about it on air last week but uh, we talked about it off air, but every Tuesday they're doing this promotion. If you put a $25 bet on a player to hit a home run, you will get $5 in credit for every home run hit in that particular game, depending on the player. Stanton, for two weeks in a row now, has hit a home run. I didn't pick him. Uh, last week, Marinara picked Nick Solak, who hit one and made him you know, 100 and some bones. Yeah, uh, I picked Nick Solak yesterday because he did that. He didn't hit a home run. However, four home runs were hit. So I got $20 back, so I only lost five. Nice. But Stanton, I mean, I know it's only plus 250 or whatever, but I mean. So that's dude. my little fun tag long there is I would definitely throw something at like Stanton. Stanton, just, he's on fire right now. He's just, he, I've, we've seen him locked in like this before. Um, not since he's been in New York, though. He's, he hasn't got locked in this way in a couple of years. But uh, he looks, the ball sounds different off his bat this year. It's crazy to say, he yeah. looks different at the plate. He, uh, you know, he's reminding you of that year that he hit the 49 homers. I mean, 
he looks just absolutely locked in. I would, and he, in that little tiny ballpark, he doesn't even have to get all of it. He just hits a line drive and it's going to go out. Another note, minus one and a half. If you want to do run line plus money. I would consider plus that. Plus 104. I would really, really think about that, guys. Meaning you're getting more back than you're putting in. Like, man, I'll, that is I, almost a, that's a total 180. I will you're personally like, definitely be throwing um, a couple side, a side right now. I'm guaranteeing you my, I have a parlay of, of Boston minus one and a half Yankees minus one and a half. And, and honestly, I don't know what your third is. So TBD, um, my third is a plus money pick. So you'll probably, I guarantee you'll throw up. that in. And I have a baseball pick coming up as well, but after my second, cause I'm assuming your, your third picks, obviously baseball. I like the baseball. So yes, you do. Um, stick with what you're good at, brother. Um, I'm going to do some, I will do some, I promise we had some people say they want more hockey for me. Yeah. I promise I'll give you guys some hockey during the hockey. Not only, also, we're going to, yeah, we're going to have playoffs. It's going to get very exciting soon. We're, we're, we're talking playoffs. It's going to we'll be so it. fun. And we're going to do it up good. Yeah. Big time. I'm going to go ahead and, and speaking of playoffs, NBA playoffs is coming up soon. <clears throat> One team that is acting like, holy shit, we weren't in the playoffs like contention. Now we are, and we're playing like we used to four years ago. Is the Golden State Warriors, okay? Mm-hmm. Golden State Warriors mm-hmm. to be determined on the line versus Oklahoma City Thunder. That's Saturday night. Okay, they're actually tipping off literally as we speak. They're giving 14 points. Some had it at 14 and a half. I have money on it right now. Okay? And I'm going to have money on it again Saturday night. It's it's basically up. They used to call it a home and home in hockey mm-hmm. where you would be at home and then you would go on the road. No, this is a home times two. The Golden State's at home playing a the Thunder. They're going to eat dinner tomorrow night and chill and go to a bar. And then Saturday, they're going to do it again. Okay. They're not going to Oklahoma for this. They're staying there. They're going to beat the shit out of the thunder tonight. And they're going to beat the piss out of the thunder on Saturday night. All right. And they're going to cover 14 both times. Probably Steph Curry is on fire. He's actually getting MVP talk now. So like no one even was talking about him earlier in the year, the way he's been putting this team on his back single handedly, almost getting MVP talk. Unbelievable. I just watched some highlights of it. He just looks he looks like his old self from, he does, from dude. whatever That's that was. Thing. Uh, was that like five, six years ago? Five, right? six years. That's I mean, what he honestly, looks like. it's crazy to think about how long they've actually been good because it thinks I don't know. Sometimes the teams get the stigma. You know, it's the Yankees, it's the Red Sox, it's the you know, Patriots. even when the Penguins were good, it's the Patriots and stuff like that. You don't think, oh, here come the Warriors. But yeah. but they did it. Honestly, they did it. They made it happen. And now the Golden State Warriors is a dynasty-type franchise. You think about them in that vein. And it's been like a good six, seven years now with Steph. I mean, his come-out party in Davidson in in, in, in March Madness was like 2008. So this cat's (laughs) been at it for a while. Uh, But nevertheless, Golden State lost a disappointing one on Tuesday night, 108-103 to in New Orleans against the Pelicans. They're a a half game behind Memphis for that illustrious a spot now they are going to be a team to like it's going to be annoying in the west when you win the west and you are going up in the first round against golden state if they can make it there they are maybe the most viable a seed in the last 20 years in the nba that's a great point they have to get there though so look out for futures with them if they get in there like i'm not putting any money on them to win a win a championship right now but if they do sneak into the eighth or even seventh seed, just maybe keep an eye on what 
Golden State to win the Western Conference would be because then you give yourself a hedge opportunity if they get to the second round. Maybe we uh, maybe we throw five on it. Damn know. Skippy. We'll see what it's at. Um, but yeah, so they're playing OKC. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I got money on it tonight. It, it, the line, like I said, was fourteen. I'll even act like it's going to be the same line on Saturday. If OKC gets a better on tonight, maybe it comes down a little bit. For 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 the sake of this podcast right now, give me the Golden State Warriors on Saturday night, the eighth against uh, at, spread. Against the spread. That's my second pick. Let's go. What you okay? So you promised a plus money fun one here. I like I like this one. I like this one. This is this is a. Uh, I am going with my gut a little bit. Mm-hmm. Statistically, I should be on the A's in this game. The A's are at home. Fuck the A's. We are officially the fuck the A's podcast. Kinda. They've really fucked us over in a couple. Uh, they have a couple Bedoskis for sure. Um, you know, look, they're a first place team. Um, still, although. Just barely now, right? Because they really have fallen off. They're four and six in their last ten. You know, they're they're not, not looking after they were setting after the world that on fire. Crazy run, yeah. I want winners. <laughs> the A's are home. They they that doesn't matter that much to them. I've I've been to that stadium. Oh uh, Jesus! It's uh, it's the worst sports stadium I've ever been to in my life. It's like if Veteran Stadium took a dump. Totally, it's much worse than Veteran Stadium. Yeah. Uh, they're eleven and ten at home, so I'm not too worried about that. That's not a big deal, uh, at at all. Actually, if anything, it, it kind of makes you more confident. They fucking hate being home. That's the they have like raw <laughs> sewage in the dugout. Um, oh, the Rays, on the other hand, uh, you know, uh, I mean, within you know whatever, a couple percentage points, basically the same record. They're set. The Rays are seventeen and fifteen. The A's are. 19 and 14. I mean, these are the same. This is the same. Six to one, half okay. dozen the other. Exactly. Uh, the A's have been outscored this year by 13 runs. The Rays only by one run. So, you know, whatever. Run differential. If you care about that, edge Rays. Okay. Now, here's where we come down to it a little bit. The Rays at home are 10 and 5. And I think that, uh, excuse me, the Rays away are 10 and 5. Mm. And I think that could have been better, but I think they they blew uh, one save. So it should have been 11 and 4, actually. And um, the other thing is, is that uh, Rich Hill is on the on the mound for the Rays, and he he's been he had a little bit of a weird year. He he doesn't look like his old self when he was having those great couple of years with the Dodgers, but he still has that curve. He likes but, pitching in California. He does. Yeah, he does, and he still has that curveball. And I think he could have a good. The A's really are a fastball hitting team. Um, they really do not do as well against breaking stuff or really good changeups. Rich Hill throws the curve seventy five percent of the time. Wow, really? Is that for tr- Jesus? Yeah, is basically. I mean, he for he had one year where he threw it almost ninety percent of the time. It's is that is, is is it that good of a curve? It's really good. Wow. It's really good. It's the only reason he's in the big leagues. Honestly, it's like going up against Charlie Huff. You know what's coming? Just fucking try. Yes. Yes, and if you take it, it's often a strike. It's often, you know, it's catching part of the zone. Right. So you, you can't just, you know, he's not going to walk you either. So, and then when that when he does throw the fastball, you know, he's old and, and oft injured. He doesn't have, he's not throwing it by you at, you know, whatever, 99. Right. But it, that 
whatever it is, 88 looks pretty fast after all those curves, you know? Yeah, there's 72 mile an hour curveballs. Pretty much. 12 to so, 6. So I like Rich Hill there. And then here's the other part. The, the other reason this is plus money. It's a plus 126 uh, on wow. the, the, the money line. The other thing now, this is the last piece, and this is not going to convince a lot of people, but I think it's it's right up Hollywood's alley. My man. I also just feel like Sean Mania is due He's, for a bad he outing. Sucks. He I sucks. I don't love him anyway. I know you don't either. We've talked about him before. I think I God, bet against him. I don't get him. it. I think I bet against him on this podcast once before this year and was wrong. But I don't care. I'm I'm sticking with my my gut is because his last his last few outings, he's only gone five innings. You know, he's been giving up runs. Some of them are unearned, so his ERA looks a little better than it really is. He's not um He's not dominant, and I he think sucks, the dude. Rays are the kind of offense that could string together a couple of nice long innings against him. He's only been going five innings anyway. I could see even if he doesn't, even if they don't get to him and touch him off, I could just see them like forcing him out after four or five innings. Like he's been that's he's been doing worse offenses than than theirs have been doing that, right? Mm-hmm. So even if they don't crush him, I could just see them just force him out, and the A's don't have a great bullpen. I don't like. I don't like this, um, this like, I don't like this just because it's plus. I just like the pick. I just like the game. I think the Rays. Is, dude, that's all we care about. I think the and Rays came can go with in there too. and get them. And if you parlay all three of yours, you're looking at plus 853. Not bad. Oh, I'm sorry. Scratch that. If you no. do run lines. It's four something. No, I, if you do I, run lines. Though, yeah. If yeah, you do yeah. Boston minus one and a half. Okay. So let me just, if you do what I'm going to do and parlay it with the run lines, you're looking at plus 853. Also, another bet I like. I am going to do that as a side bet, that 853. That's really good, dude. I'm, Not I, bad I'm, at all. I'm pretty confident. 10 bucks on that to win 85, 30. I'm going like, to do it. Fuck it right. Yeah. Give me Not only that, the over under on that game, Rich Hill versus Sean Manaya is over under is a solid eight, which means. Eight will push you. Just root for over seven. And, you know, I mean, I sh- look, Rich Hill's, like you, you were saying, if, if, he, if he's on point, he's on point. But, yeah, but even he's when he's on point, he's not pitching eight. No, he's not pitching seven n- even. N- neither of these guys is probably pitching in the sixth inning. Exactly. So I'm going to go with over eight on that. Tampa over eight. I'm in on that. I Love like every that. bit of it. That's fun. Um, fuck, I'll make that my third now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, definitely I got another throwing pick. in on that. Um, uh, thank you for saying that about the Stanton pick. That's a really good pick, dude. Yeah, sure, sure. But uh, honestly, I do like that over on the eight on that on that game as well. I'll go ahead and tell you what I had for th- the third pick, though. Uh, once again, just more thought, not stat based, just thought process here. Milwaukee Brewers, fucking five game skid, got spanked by the fighting Phils. Go Phils, baby. Um, just a four game sweep by the fightings, but nevertheless, Brewers losing five straight. So, of course, you're going to pick against them, right? Fuck no. They're a better team than the Marlins. They're going down to Florida. This is Friday night's game. Before they got on this five-game skid, they bit a team by the name of the Los Angeles Dodgers three in a row. I know the Dodgers are struggling, but they're still talented as shit, okay? The Brewers are also a very talented team that like to kind of – they peruse – their 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 ceiling okay they 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 peruse it every now and again and when they get there they're good so they have the talent to do it i'll be honest with you the pitcher is still tba but i don't give a fuck they're they're a better team than florida marlins 
they actually have an impressive rookie going tomorrow named Trevor Rogers. I don't know much about him. Dave, you're familiar with him a little bit. He's rookie of the month, I believe, in April. Yeah, uh, I mean, he's a relatively touted prospect, but not like a super, you know, not like a super can't miss kind of guy. You know what I think about rookies that are that are on fire? You know what I think? I think rookies are in, are inconsistent. Okay. Yeah, they are. They're yeah. they're gonna they're due. And when you got a good team coming in like the Brewers on a skid, pissed off. That flight that they're on literally as we speak, because the game was in the afternoon today in Philly, they're on their way. To, well, they're already in Florida, and they're pissed. They're going to go you know, do a little dancing uh, on, on the beach right now, Miami Beach, and they're going to have some fun tomorrow night. And they're going to beat the piss out of the Marlins, and that's stu- stupid-ass rookie. Okay? Brewers, I'm telling you. I'm, and once again, I told you, not statistically based, okay? I'm not coming at you with any kind of – well, Brian, why, like, tell me why, though. I don't fucking know. This is what I think. This is what I think. No, that's that's a – stats about players aside, what you've made is a very – Hey, Junior! <laughs> stats about players aside, uh, what you've made is a very strong – statistical case and i mean statistics in the way of probability and statistics right yes sure uh yep. if, if you if you flip a coin and it comes up tails five times in a row most people would guess eventually it's going to come on pads again sure right? so big time and that's where i'm at so it's been going tails heads tomorrow for the brewers well that's not Wrap it shit up. i just realized that's not really true they call that the gambler's fallacy what an asshole yeah because well, you we'll know, see. on the next. Well, hold on, flip, wait, wait, but we jumped the sharp here, so kind of fits the bill. That's true. That's there true. There we go. Everything comes full circle. The Woodman, David Woody, Boston, minus one sixty-two. Yankees minus one ninety-four. Tampa Bay Rays plus one twenty-six. All on Friday the seventh. Yep. Listen immediately if you want to make some dough. Me Friday the seventh. Celtics. Over the Bulls, take that, take that line, whatever it is. I'll jump to my third pick because that's also Friday night. Brewers at the Marlins, take them, uh, and then Saturday night, Golden State Warriors, take that line versus the Oklahoma City Thunder. Before we get out of here this week, ladies and gentlemen, as we mentioned, let's do a little value menu action. What do you see on the value menu that you think might be worth a shot? Uh, we've been talking some baseball. Let's go ahead and hit up a little bit with that. The Woodman, the Professor, the the baseball enthusiast the david woody effect yep. uh, maestro he will tell us uh, may, maybe there's a, a, a mlb future now a month into this season now that the the train's going baby maybe there's something else that's kind of peeking its head out you might want to go ahead and focus on yeah the team that i see that that has made its way onto the you know into the plus 2000 range which is kind of the Wow. I feel like that's a, a range that you would you always want to take a look at. Just because, caught my attention, Bubba. Well, because it's high enough up that I mean, there's yeah. only here. Let me see. Make a lot of money, but they still have a shot. There are only six teams on FanDuel Sportsbook today. Mm-hmm. There are only six teams that have worse odds. Like in other words, oh, sorry, odds that pay a lower, you know, juice. Oh, okay. Jeez. I guess I'd call that better. I should say better odds, right? There are only six teams that have better than good. two thousand plus two thousand odds. Only wow, six. Okay, so it's kind of like, you know, this is team number seven, right? So this is like, you know, it's the seventh best odds according to FanDuel, and yet I I don't think that's commensurate with plus two thousand. You know I mean like the like something's off there? So that's the, that's a good value range Absolutely. if you see something you like. Now you have to really like it though. 
because plus 2000 sounds great and all, but like, you know, a lot of these guys aren't going to make it. And a lot, frankly, some of these guys might very well not even make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll see. But I like this one. And they weren't on there before, before the season started. And it's Boston. Mm-hmm. You know, Boston has been kicked around. They're plus 2,000 to win the World Series? win the World Series. Jesus. Yeah. I like it. I put a few bucks. I, I'm, I'm, I feel – I saw that today uh, in preparation for this show, and I was like, I'm throwing a couple on that. That's, that's just Because, you know, I, I certainly will be the first to admit, look, the pitching isn't very good. It really isn't. It, it, it's okay. But Quick it's math, not, 25 bucks wins you 500. Yeah, there you go, man. Something to root for. You got 25 bucks. The pitching bucks. isn't a great, but the thing is, is that there's been a lot of teams um, that have won the World Series with, with mediocre-ish pitching, and the, the league has frankly changed. I mean, it's just now it's like all, it's just like every, it feels like every team is just trying to out-homer the other team. Totally. And uh, if the pitchers give up bombs, they don't really care. Right. You know, and it's like, I don't know, man. It's such an offensive league now. Could could a team with Rafael Devers and, and Xander Bogarts and J.D. Martinez, all three of them playing like MVPs, if they really hit this well for the whole year, could that team just like rocket through a bunch of playoff series? I mean, kind of. I don't know. It, it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. I, love I it. think it's fun. Of course it's fun. And, and that's what it's all about. And like I mentioned, if you guys are like, I don't know if you, what platforms have what and what you guys are betting on as far as uh, book, you know, what books you're using. But if if you have the ability to gain promotions where it gives you free bets and stuff like that, I mean, I've been just laying down a $5 free bet here, a $10 free bet here on just random shit. Like I have, what would it hurt to put 10 bucks on, on the Red Sox to win the World Series at, Plus uh, two thousand to win you two hundred bucks. Another team I will mention that actually the probably the last time you were here in person, Woodman, before before I had my 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 kid here and we're kind of just been social distancing while things get back to normal. Uh, me and you watched a uh, a Houston, I think I don't know, a Houston Astros game was on MLB Network as we were winding down and and just chilling. And the Astros just they got talent. I know what the, oh, they went through a couple years ago with the, the controversy and everything, but they're, they're, I just looked right now, me and you both put in a, 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 a bet at plus 2,100. Yeah. They're plus 2,000 now as well. Uh, I don't see any harm in, in, like, look, these are the type of bets you want to go for. Like Dave was saying, the Woodman was talking about bang for your buck, okay? You're not going to go with a team that's plus 500 right now. What are you going to do? Put down, I mean, if, if, if it's your style, great. I don't know exactly the bank rolls of people that are listening to this, but at this time of a year, you're probably not going to go ahead and put three figures on a, a plus 500 bet. Not in May. You're not. So why not go ahead and put, you know, 10, 20 bucks on a, a plus 2000 yeah. when maybe in June, that team that you put that on is all of a sudden plus 500. You're like, fucking right. Let's go. Hell yeah. So it's just something to think about. I don't, I don't know how, my, how many you guys are comfortable with futures and everything, but that's kind of a way to approach it. It's I an investment. That. I love that, dude. Yep, it's an investment. So uh, speaking of investments, this could change. This will change. Okay, we're going to go back to the pigskin on the NFL side. This will change. I don't know for the better or worse, but I just want to tell you two that I really, really like. Uh, rookie of the year futures here in the NFL. What do you immediately go to is 
okay, quarterbacks, right? Work of the year, quarterback. Like if any award offensively, you're going to think quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. Great, sure. And I get that Trevor Lawrence is in this group, but Trevor Lawrence went to the Jaguars. Okay, mm-hmm. there. I Justin Fields to to the Bears has a ridiculous amount of hype, and I'm so sorry, Chicago. It's not going to happen the way you think it is now because all of a sudden you guys think you're set and you're not. And I apologize for that, but you're just not. Okay. Not that it's going to be Trubisky 2.0, but it might not be so far away. Do you know what I was thinking? Mm-hmm. I was thinking, cause I was listening to a, um, Bill Barnwell. I knew you were thinking something because <laughs> that's why I actually stopped there. Cause you, you were ready, baby. I saw it. Bill Barnwell had on his show. He recently had a Robert Mays on who's a huge bears fan and they're both really great. And people should listen to that episode. It's, it's really good. Um, analyzing kind of the NFC, just, uh, just overall, like now that right. the draft is done, like here's what we think of all the teams in the NFC. It's a really good episode. Check it out if you like football. Um, what was the name of the uh, pod? It's Bill Barnwell. Bill Barnwell's show. Bill Barnwell. I think it's okay. just called the Bill Barnwell Show. He's an ESPN gotcha. guy. Shout and, out. Um, uh, but me is his his guest, and his friend is from Chicago, and so he was talking about Fields and how he hopes he'll be good, but he worries he won't be good, and blah blah blah. And I was thinking while he was talking, I was like. Have the Bears ever had in their entire history a good quarterback? Jesus. I can't think of one. I mean, McMahon comes to mind, but is he a good quarterback? No, no. he was terrible. They won because of their defense. They're the most world historic, incredible defense. Absolutely. And he did nothing. Well, so, yeah, it was the Bears and, and the they Ravens. Had sweetness. That had, yeah, they had sweetness. They, yeah. And the, the best defense ever. It's, it's did, like Trent Dilfer winning a, winning a Super Bowl. Totally. Like, it's just like that. Trent yeah. Dilfer was terrible. No offense, Awful. but he was bad. Oh, offense. You're, yeah, brutal. Um, no, he seems like a nice guy, Dilfer. Yeah, what do you think? Like Brad Miller or whatever. What the hell was it? It was even Brad. Rex Grossman went to a Super dude. Bowl with him, but Horrible. like that was that was Urlacher based. Like, he was the worst. Rex Grossman is, I'm not, I'm, him and Tebow are probably the two worst quarterbacks I've ever seen play in the NFL. <laughs> that's, so, that's so obnoxious. <laughs> worst ever. Like, come on. You've seen worse ever on the Eagles, oh, but uh, nevertheless. Uh, uh, what? Uh, Sudfeld? Yeah. No, anybody. I mean, just over the course of years, years like Bobby Brister. And, uh, you know, you Brister know. was not good. Brister was not good. Yeah, there have been a few duds. Anyway, a the point Detmers, is, is but, uh, that uh, as a franchise, the Bears have existed since whatever. You ain't kidding, man. 1899 or some garbage. And I've never seen a good quarterback. Have they ever had a good quarterback? Some garbage. Have yeah, they what, had a good like, quarterback since 1899? Uh, dude, I got to ask my man, my, my buddy, that uh, one of my roommates when I lived in Vegas, because he was a And if somebody says Jay Cutler, I'm going to freak no, out fuck on that. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, at Jump the Sharp, say Jay Cutler. But honestly, at Jump the Sharp, tell us, who was the who is the best Bears quarterback of all time? I'm going to post that right now. You can't and even I'm gonna say. And I'm going to see. If you listen like, to the show, gonna, you want to go ahead. I refuse. I'm going to preemptively refuse if you say jim mcmahon i'm blocking you well wait hold on i i should re-question that actually not who is the best bears quarterback of all time i should say did the bears ever have a good quarterback and right. if so who and if so that yeah okay and the answer is no i think unless there's somebody i never heard of which it could be i mean it could be from back in the day i don't know uh-huh. I mean, there's probably like a, a, a George Hackenschmidt or something from the 30s that, you know, wore his hat back, uh, hat, yeah. wore his helmet, his pigskin helmet yeah. backwards. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. used to and like, like run on his hands and catch with his feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, <laughs> like <laughs> we're talking, 
you know, since the Nintendo was around, has the Bears ever had anybody to write home about? And he was like kicked out of the league for like, you know, yeah. like refusing. He smoked a cigarette and a, <laughs> and a cigar at the same time. <laughs> it's like, get out of here, fucker. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's a great question. Anyway, I don't know how we got to that, but I love every bit of it. <laughs> Rook of the year. So I was saying about the quarterbacks. <laughs> not as, You're not as, on the, as the whole history of the Chicago Bears will tell you, quarterbacks can be quite pedestrian at times, can they not be? Especially rookies. And and the one that's like probably the and, and is, I'm not I don't want to say probably, the one that is the the the, the favorite bet, betting wise, I think it's plus five hundred, is Trevor maybe even plus four hundred, is Trevor Lawrence to win rookie of the year. Look, he's playing with the Jags. He's not going to win rookie of the year. I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. Zach Wilson's not going to win rookie of the year. Where do you go when you figure out these quarterbacks are, are going to be pedestrian? Well, you got obviously go to the uh, Panay Sewell's not going to win rookie of the year. Rashawn Slater's not going to win it. You go to the other skill positions. You're looking at running back and wide receiver. And there are two out there that are just like big ass fucking numbers here to make some money with. And I can't wrap my head around it. And one is Jalen Waddle at plus 1600. Now, you know how much I like them coming out of the draft and he's going to his boy Tua and he's the perfect wideout for Tua. How Jalen Waddle cannot be in this conversation more than a plus 1600 blows my mind. Plus 1600. I think he's my favorite to win rookie of this year. Um, do you have anything to say about that before I get to my next man, Woodman? I don't want to be disagreeable with you mm. on this show. And that's really not Fuck what we that. do. Bring we it. That's what it's all about. Yeah, we don't choose to be, you know, antagonistic. But at the same time, I will say, I think your analysis is spot on. And I think that that it's well, I disagree way, with that. I think my analysis is fucking awful. No, your analysis is good. It's and the type I think of show we have here, folks. We get at each other no matter what. And I think that what Don't you're describing is the way things should be. However, Brian, unfortunately, in the NFL, quarterbacks are given credit for a lot of things they probably don't deserve. Uh, and they're rarely blamed as much as they ought to be. They're just they're they're just the golden boy of every team, right? And so, for example, I just Googled it because I want to make sure I remembered this right. Last year in the NFL. Justin Herbert was the rookie of the year. Right. Right. Over Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson had yeah, Jesus. quite arguably, I think. No, it statistically the most, was the well, best. Statistically, it was the most it was the best rookie receiver season of all time. I would say it was the other than maybe, I guess, well. Probably another guy to wear purple. Yeah, Adrian Peterson. I was going to say Moss, wide receiver-wise. Moss receiver-wise. Peterson's yeah, Peterson, rookie year was yeah, amazing. A lot, right? a lot of there've rookie. Been a, been a, a lot, lot of Vikings rookies, rookies were There have awesome. been a number of great rookie seasons, for sure. But, like, this was the most impressive one I've seen. Let's say let's say, let's say, say in the last decade. I'm going to look up NFL offensive rookie in the years last while you decade, shoot my ass like, down. Think about, think about some of the star players in the NFL. They all had very pedestrian rookie years because it's just hard, dude. Christian McCaffrey. Chris McCaffrey, he was a huge bust in fantasy his rookie year. Why? Because he was fine. He was good. He was pretty good. He wasn't what he became in the second year, you know? Well, I got, um, I got a list. You ready? Yeah, go ahead. Because it bounces back and forth more than I think you would you would like to think. Herbert last year. Kyler Murray, 2019, quarterback. Quarterbacks. Saquon. Okay, and deserved Al- it. He was Alvin amazing. Alvin Kamara. Oh, he deserved it too. Dak. 
Probably didn't. <laughs> he wasn't Todd, that good his rookie year. Come on. Todd dude. Gurley. Deserved it. It was great. Odell Beckham. Amazing. Eddie Lacy. So right there, one, two, three. Uh, well, dude, he, de- probably, he deserved it that year. One, two, yeah, three, four, five, six, seven. So that's, what is that, five out of, that's five out of seven years that a non-quarterback won offensive rookie of the year. Wait, I'm sorry, five out of the last eight. So All right, that makes he, me think I'm wrong and I should listen to that you. That makes me know guess. you're wrong. And uh, Jalen Waddle at plus 1,600. a few bucks on Jalen Waddle. Go suck a lemon. And if you want to make some real dough... Ready for this one? I'm actually glad we went through that. Hang on a second. I'm glad we went through that exercise. I will cop on the air to being wrong. You were right. Uh, we should all take that bet. Good, Good job. I also stopped before three straight quarterbacks. <laughs> RG3, Cam Newton, Sam Bradford. Yeah, that. but you went back to Eddie Lacy. That's a while ago. I did. That's 2013. Yeah. Man. Come on now. I give him um, credit. But I'll say, I'll be honest here. 50% of the, of, of the years, a quarterback doesn't win it. Yeah. And That's Herbert won it last year. I'll take those odds. And Kyler won it the year before. We're due for a wideout or a running back. Wideout, Jalen Waddle, or running back, Travis Etienne, because everyone's like, oh, wait, wait. I think I got Robertson. And then, and then they got uh, uh, Carlos Hyde's coming in, too. Uh, James, and he's, James Robinson, yeah. James Robinson. And and, and they, they got uh, uh, Carlos Hyde. And, well, he used to play with Urban Meyer at Ohio State. He loves Carlos Hyde. And then Urban Meyer comes out. Yeah, ETN's going to be a good third down back and a pass catching back. And people are like, oh, what the hell? Dude, fuck that. Now, at the same reason that I'm sitting here saying that, that Trevor Lawrence isn't going to win rookie of the year, I'm not saying he's going to be shit. I, I, th- I think he's a stud. I just don't trust Jacksonville as a whole to put it together year one. But that's in the quarterback aspect. You're telling me that they're not going to leave. They're going to leave. Dude, James Robinson is is a talent, but this shit happens all the time. He's going to be one of my, and me and you are fantasy guys, and I don't want to tip a hat early. He's going to be one of my stay the fuck away froms this year. He's what, what, Remember, we have a nickname for people like him. He's a ham and egger. <laughs> he is a ham and egger. You he know, is. he'll get you what's there. If something's blocked, he'll get you a couple yards. And if, Travis Etienne is a pork roll scrapple and cheese. Yeah. Okay, I'm telling you, man. Yep. Dude's, with, uh, dude's, with hot sauce. With hot sauce. I'm gonna do that tomorrow <laughs> he, morning. He now. will He's get you everything. Something. Bagel with that too. Hell yeah, he will get you something even when nothing's there. Etienne, very talented player. Yeah. So he's a plus twenty five hundred. If amazing. they give this dude the light of day, if they play him seventy percent of the snaps, dude's winning offensive rookie of the year. I'm telling you, is he a little guy? He's he's well t- in today's standards, not necessarily like he's five, not as five small years ago, yes. as McCaffrey. I well now coming out of college, he's a little bit bigger than McCaffrey. Okay, I believe. So but, he's more like Camara size, Alvin Camara. Yeah, I was just say a that. little bit bigger than McCaffrey. Yeah, McCaffrey now is way well, bigger yeah, than because you he's know been what I mean. Taking his um, <clears throat> vitamins. Oh wow! He even cleared his throat. Wow, what a total. But no, he's 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 oh, yeah, five no, he's sure five he's ten two fifteen. Chicken strips. He <laughs> as a running back, five ten two fifteen. So he's right where you want him to be as a running two, back. Two fifteen is good for no. He's fine, dude. That's not. Smart. That's what I mean. Yeah, he's got durability. No, that's an every down back size in the NFL for sure. In the NFL, right? Five ten two. I mean, you got to be almost 5'10", a six foot back. is yep. is every down back. You got yep. it. You so got this it. dude's fact, got the. That's probably we could Google this. I bet that's bigger than Alvin Kamara is. We can Google it. Thank, thankfully, we're doing this on computers. But I wish I had a co-host that would talk while I was looking it up. 
the other thing about too late, five ten, two fifteen, Alvin Kamara, oh, dude. All right. Wow. Okay. Nailed that shit. So think about taking this guy in your fantasy draft too. But I love this. What did you say? Plus twenty five hundred. Plus twenty five hundred, David. That's great, man. That's so, great. And everybody loves this kid. I mean, everybody says he's a playmaker. Yeah. I, I, I liked him the best. Yeah, and I'm a Bama fan. I liked him better than Najee Harris. Like, big deal. Najee Harris jumped over a D back. I don't think he's going to be bad. I think he's the type of, like, I, it's a system fit. Najee Harris, fit, like, Travis Etienne wouldn't fit Pittsburgh. Najee Harris does. Travis Etienne fits the Jags type of style. Now, my wife, as you probably remember, is a Steeler fan. I remember her. Oh, she, yeah. She was a Steelers fan. Yeah. And she's been reading a bunch of stuff, and she's convinced herself that Najee Harris is like the savior of this franchise. Oh, Jesus. I mean, I'm not saying he's not. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not saying he's going to be a savior. I'm saying he's going to be good for their system. Okay. You need to think like he's he, – look, they is got he ba- a little He's spoiled. basically just James Conner. Well, here's the thing. He's James Conner when he wasn't at his best, but wasn't awful. Okay. Like he, like he's going to get a thousand yards. He's not going to get fifteen hundred. Okay. But you know, he'll, okay, he'll get a thousand to, to to maybe twelve hundred. No breakaways, no long speed. You know him. I don't see that. Okay. From him, right. I see him. I see him more of a Conner than a Bell. Let's put it that way. Gotcha. Which three years ago wouldn't have sounded that bad, but I. I here's uh, it's bad. I see him more of as, uh, as a Connor, but not as a goal line Connor. Yikes! Yep. It's a shame. Which was his biggest strong suit. All right. Well, tell her that. Uh, sorry about that. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just tell her that you've pissed in her lemonade once again. Wow. Jeez. Well, at least I watered it down. <laughs> Some lemonades are strong, dude. I just bought this Turkey Hill lemonade. And I took a little sip before I gave it to my daughter, and I was like, nope, 50-50 water. Like, this is, dude, sucking straight rind. The Turkey Hill and uh, the Wawa also, very strong. Damn. Well, shout out. Water down your lemonade so you can make more money with better lemonade. Like, we're helping you here. If you guys start making a little bit of a turnover because you water down your lemonade (laughs) and you start making each lemon last half as much, we want some fucking shout outs at Jump the Shark, Wawa, and Turkey Hill. God damn it. We know you're listening. Don't fuck around. Do you remember when all Speaking of fucking around. Long, long, long time ago, you said uh, that you were apologizing to the audience because this was going to be such a short show. Remember, remember that? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. No, I didn't realize how good, I didn't realize how much we had to, you know, we have to a share. Lot. Don't we, you fucking understand? <laughs> We always have a lot of banter, but hey, guys, um, much appreciated. I'm, we're we're going to get out of here, right, Brian? Uh, much yeah. appreciated. I love you all. I'm sorry um, that um, I let Brian convince me the last time I did my baseball picks. Uh, don't worry. Stick with my picks this time. I stuck to my guns. Uh, I nailed them all, all three of them, two minutes of parlay. Trust me. Beautiful thing. All right, folks, that jumped the shark on Twitter. We had such a good time. It's so nice to be back with you guys. That's the Woodman Dave Woody. See you guys. Hollywood Brian Hagan. Say peace the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs>